welcome to Zip Code to the Infinite, our abject tracking receipt. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Alex, and joining us today for Ramjack is our good friend and our co-host, Brad. Hello. Hi. Hi, friends. Guys, I have with me here a Dove Sea Salt and Caramel Dark Chocolate Promise. Oh. This week, I want everyone to remember that you don't have to apologize. Hmm. (laughs) Very, very true. Very true. You don't. Choose less ordinary with Dove. Mm. Don't apologize. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Even if you do something warranting apology, don't apologize. Oh, fuck that. Nope. Only Not for a week. It. Only for a week. Only give it a try. It's 2017. There's a lot of things we're going to be doing that we aren't expected. Like we haven't really thought about doing before. A little bit later, I'm going to talk yeah. about an Uber driver that is following that Duff promise uh, with his heart. <laughs> <laughs> Not apologizing. Jeez. More Possibly a criminal. Man. Possibly a criminal. <laughs> well, speculate. Speculate. Let's just go ahead and say most likely a criminal. Is he I on the th- list you're going to be talking about in a minute? <laughs> I call the police. As you should. Yeah. Now I'm super intrigued. I'm going to launch into that story immediately. Guys, this is another episode of Ramjack. We're going to do like very casual. We don't have a super formal cash. episode of anything, but Brad and I do plan on talking about the new Star Wars movie. Yeah. So if you haven't seen that, um, well, I'm, I'm not going to apologize. I, I'm not going to apologize. We'll, we'll tell you before you start talking about it if you want to go wait and see it. But I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm the last person to see the movie, Like, right? So yeah. come on. It's made tons of movies. I mean, tons of movies. It's made tons of money. You've had your chance. And this is not an instance where you should call our bluff. I know we've talked about that in podcasts past, but no, we are definitely going to be talking about it. This is no bluff. Truth. (laughs) This check has been, we're at the bank and it is getting cashed now. Well, it'll be cashed in a few minutes when we talk about it. Did you write the correct year on the check, Alex? I'm pretty sure. You got to remember, guys. You got to be careful at the changing of the month. Ah. Oh, 27. I keep writing 2016 on my checks that I have in 2017. Why do I have checks in 2017? It's a mystery. This might sound odd, but as someone who works in technology, the phrase, it's 20, and then you name the year, mm-hmm. happens a lot. And always yeah. during January and February, everyone's like, it's 2016. No, wait, it's 2017. What? So, of course, we shouldn't be doing the stupid, antiquated thing we're talking about. <laughs> Get with it. I'm not sure where to jump in first, Brad. I I have some current event-ish things that might be interesting, but I, I kind of okay. want to jump to your Uber story because I All just right. got to know what this is about. Talk well, to me. What's going on? Well, I was I was debating, um, you know, whether I would uh, take a chance on maybe taking a bus um, and just because I was like, I might be able to make it in time to get here for recording. But I would kind of like to do my laundry, so you know what? I'm just going to take an Uber, because that's my life. Yeah. So, um, I hail the Uber, Uber arrives, picks me up, everything is going along fine. Now, at one point, he does ask me, am I going the right way? And I look up, and he is like, like, there's an off-ramp, and he's like riding that middle that's not a middle. And I'm like, I don't know, because I don't know where he's at. I don't know these roads. And I'm like, I just follow the GPS. I don't know. I, I, but definitely don't drive into the divider. Um, that would be a good thing. Um, 
So then I just went back, you know, to doing whatever the hell I'm doing. Like, I'm like, I hope I survive. Whatever. It's fine. Oh, also, yeah. um, his seatbelt was broken. Like, I get, in, I get in the back of the car, as you do, mm-hmm. and the seatbelt is like, it's all like pulled out. And I'm like, it's not going back. I'm like doing all the things you do to try to correct a seatbelt issue. And I'm like, um, sorry, is your seatbelt broken? He's like, oh, yeah, just use the other side. Use the other side. So now I'm sitting in a car behind the driver, which is the weirdest position to sit in a car. <laughs> but at least I have a seatbelt. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Which is good when he rear-ended a car. Wow. We are like, we are like a couple of blocks from my house. There is, it's the last red light before you arrive at my house. There is, there is one other turn. And like, I'm just sitting there doing my thing, like looking at my phone. And all of a sudden, we hit a car. And I'm like, did he just fucking hit a car? What's happening? I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? And he backs up, like, cool. Great job backing up. Like, I don't, I don't know what happened. Like, I, we're at a red light. I don't know if the car started to pull forward and then didn't. Or what the situation was. Because I just I was not watching his driving. Um, because I was trying to ignore everything going around me. As you do in an Uber. It's not my job to pay attention to the road. It's his. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, that's fucking crazy. So then we pull forward and they both pull over to the side of the road. And like, it's getting dark. So again, my night vision, not that great. So I'm not, I, I'm not 100%, but like, he gets out, he looks at the front of his car, um, she's out of her car looking at the, at her bumper, maybe she said it's fine, but I didn't hear anything, I didn't see her making any, um, motions, I think he just got back in the car and started driving, that's a hit and run. Yep. And I was like, and it was, but like nothing, like he just got back in the car, like it wasn't a thing, like he got back in real quick, and I was like, what's that? And I'm like, we're a couple blocks from my house, so I'm like, I'm not going to get into a conversation about this because I want to get out of the car. Because, again, I want to start that laundry so we can record this podcast. Um, yeah. So, I, and I'm like, what the fuck's happening? I'm like, I guess I should fucking call the police, I guess? Because I don't, like, I mean, I've, I've got to look at all this information. And I and I put in the Uber app, like, I rate him. He Otherwise, he's a fine driver. I gave him four stars. Um, didn't give him the full five because he was not a car accident and he has a broken seatbelt. <laughs> There, I feel um, that's 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 an okay reason not to give five stars. Oh yeah, I I do think it's interesting on a podcast that I know is near and dear to our heart. A yeah dude recently they had a whole conversation on Uber, which basically I would say mirrored many aspects of conversations we've had about Uber. Um, and that it's kind of funny that a guy can still get four stars on on a job that's requiring to get someone safely from point A to point B, and yet he was also in a, in a hit-and-run accident. He calls a hit-and-run accident. Well, I mean, for he, my... Like, he got didn't me mind the median, just drove right in the middle of the median. Am I going the right way? Well, you want to stay mean, on the road, sir, but yes. Guys, listen, I, I use Uber, like, five times a week, sometimes more. Like, I, I, I've had a few bad ones. I've reported them all on the podcast. It just happens to be they've all been really close together. Um, but I put, and I wrote a whole, like, long description of the event in the Uber app, because I'm like, I don't know, like, I, I, I need to report this, and, like, I don't know what to do with it. And, um, so then I call, like, the non-emergency police line, and they're, they say, ask me where it is, I'm like, oh, we'll have to, well, you'll have to call the highway patrol on that. And I was like, okay, do you want me to transfer you? And I was like, yeah, I guess, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, the cops, like, 
uh, like, doesn't care. And so then I talked to the highway patrol person, they're like, and I was like, uh, yeah, this is strange. I might have been in a hit and run. I don't know. Um, I was in an <laughs> Uber. I, I don't think he got the other person's information. And he just, like, where was it at? And I give him, like, the, the streets. And like, oh, yeah, somebody's already reported it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, do you need his information? We've already got, we, we need, we got everything we need. I'm like, okay, cool, I guess. I See, that's where, how could they have everything they need? Did they contact how? Uber? I mean, he well, didn't I give it. Like, I mean, you would be able to tell them directly who he is. Yeah, exactly. I've got all of his information. I got the make and model of the car. I got the license plate. I'm like, I hope the other person got his license plate number as he was driving away. <laughs> but like, who knows? I'd like to think that maybe the um, Hobby Patrol in Florida is doing their best. Maybe they 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 found a way to do that. But it does seem it does seem unrealistic that they'd be able to get all that information and give it I mean, to the I- Highway Patrol. Yeah, because like you were you were directly that you were in the car, Brad. <laughs> I think Florida just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, because uh, I was like, be it tough, wasn't because I, I was like, I'm not sure. You know, I don't think it was a very bad accident, but I just still like he did rear into this person, and I don't think they exchanged information. I just wanted to make sure it was reported, so they didn't give a fuck. So, well, think about yeah. that versus like the other things they must have to worry about. I mean, ideally, sure. yeah, they follow up on everything, but yeah, but. This other person that's gonna have to like, like, got their car got hit. Again, I don't think it was bad, but you know, still, like, who knows? Like, cars are weird. Sometimes you barely hit something, and then like something's all out of whack. The trunk doesn't open now. I don't know. Very who true. Knows? There was, um, I used to work with a guy who lived in OTR, which is a up and coming uh, area in Cincinnati for those who aren't local, who may be listening abroad. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Ooh. Hello. Welcome to the show. Um, it's an up and coming, uh, it's gentrified, it's becoming slowly gentrified. And he lived in an area where someone just went crazy with their car and basically kept driving and scraping the side of their car against all the cars down one street. Oh. Like no car was unscathed. But the, because of the way, because of who it was, like they're having their, and after all the, I guess, legal woes, their wages have been garnished. But, uh, that's not the word I wanted. Uh, their wages have been withheld to help pay everyone, but this guy, I, this happened to this guy like five or six years ago, and he still hasn't seen any money from it. And it cost like hundreds of dollars of damage to his car. Really? And it could be years before he sees it, if he sees it at all. Yikes. So that's that's troubling. What's well, something like wage garnishment? That's like that's a real fucking racket, because like really anytime is. like the state does that. Then they, they get like a, uh, there's like a, a fee associated with it that eats up a lot of it most of the time. Like I know with like, um, like a lot of times with like, um, um, child support, that's the way it works. Like it, co- they, the state takes up such a big chunk of like processing fees and everything that in the end, like the person receiving it gets like very little. That's the way a lot of things work, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're looking into um, funding, uh, I guess, college funds for um, the baby who's yet to be born, uh, and maybe Joey. And maybe one of the jo- weird and things... maybe Joey doesn't get to go to school. <laughs> well, we don't know about Joey. No, Joey's wicked smart, but they're, uh, Emily and her ex-husband already have stuff set up for right, him. Right. So I guess it yeah, would just I be a, in addition to... But one of the weirder things is there's like a state level college fund thing. Like each one of the things has a little bit weird stuff happening to it. There's a state funded thing that's like almost tax free, but you absolutely have to use all the funds for school. You can't not do that. 
And if you try to, they hit you with like, okay, now you have to pay complete taxes on it, but we've held it for this long, so it's like back taxes as well. And then there's like another fee. So you end up like not getting near as much money if you don't use it for college, which makes sense because it's supposed to be hey, we're helping fund your child's education. They're going to go to school in the state, too. Like, they have to go to school within the state that they set up the account oh. in, which is, yeah, that's kind of, you don't want to you don't want to yeah. ground a kid to that. No. I don't want a kid married to Ohio. Come on. Ohio, the no. swing state, Ohio? No. Fuck Ohio. I mean, I live here now, no. and it's fun, but no, I'm not going to make a, if a kid wants to go to the West that's Coast immediately saying, Well, that's immediately saying, hey, kid, you're not going to an Ivy League school. Yeah, exactly. You can't do that to a kid. I mean, I don't know what's up. Also, apparently, there's penalties if you don't use it, if they get a scholarship to a uh, school, because you're not supposed to use it for non-school-related stuff. So if they get a complete ride to a school, and you can only cover, like, books and stuff that are sanctioned for the school, there's still, like, thousands and thousands of dollars, depending on how much you throw in there, over time, that they just, they'll get penalized for because they're not using it all. So it's almost like, I don't know about that. Another avenue to go, which is apparently popular, but I've done some research on it, and it comes in waves, and it basically sounds like a racket. It's to take out a life insurance policy for your kid, and then once they get old enough, to basically withdraw it. To kill them. No. Um, I don't really know how it works. They said, well, when they get old enough, you can borrow against the life insurance policy and pay it back. And I'm like, well, what's... At that point, isn't it like... Wouldn't you just get like a state loan? Because the interest rate on that is far less than it would be on... Uh, a life insurance policy. Also, like, all the years, like, the first couple of years, you're basically just paying the life insurance company. Like, it's weird. Like, they're making bank off of you. I don't see how this is a good idea. And if you do research into it, they're like, yeah, this sucks. (laughs) Never do this. What about just a a good, like, general, like, index fund? (laughs) Like... Well, yeah. Well, another thing is like a Roth IRA, which yeah. has far less penalties, but it's a little... Uh, there's some reasons that it's not the best thing, but at least doesn't ground your kid in whatever state you're in. And they're not. And there's not like a life insurance company making bank off of you, and you may never see that. Because also, what happens if your kid doesn't... Well, the thing about life insurance is, I guess, if your kid never goes to college, you can still use it for them just in case they ever die. And I guess when they get older? But a Roth uh-huh. IRA... I mean, that just vests interest. You can use it for anything. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, out of all of those choices, I think that makes the most sense. But I don't know. We're going to do more research on it. But this is an aside. This is just... But there's all kinds of little loopholes. They're like, someone's someone's making a lot of money off of this. Now, the state, I get. But they'll give it back to you to a point. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. no different really. Well, it's different than a bond. But it's similar in the theory that you're giving it to the state to invest. And then you'll get it back. I don't know. There's weird stuff, man. Um, on on the subject of like uh, um life insurance policies and, and children being murdered, um, I can I can I make a <laughs> pre episode three hundred confession? <laughs> um, oh no, Brad. Oh no. Uh, but, um, is this gonna take so, away from the runtime of three hundred? Because we got to make sure we fill that with enough. <laughs> No, I mean, well, I just, I, again, I want to point out that I did call the police and do the right thing, so I am a citizen hero, <laughs> um, therefore, right, I just want ahead. you, I want everyone go to ahead. remember that next week, um, that this I am a citizen hero, episode of Ramjack. I'm yes. a citizen hero, and whatever your thoughts may be about me next week, um, am I a villain or am I a citizen hero? Um, keep in mind, definitely a citizen hero, obviously, um, obviously. not a villain, not a, not a villain, I am a citizen hero. Um, but, regardless, <laughs> um, so, I, um, 
I was listening to um, the Sword and Scale podcast, which I do very rarely because it's very upsetting. Um, it's a true crime what is podcast. The Okay, it's okay. a true, yeah, true crime podcast, and I just I, I haven't I, I haven't listened to them all because I can't um I can't fucking do it like I don't understand how uh, Tammy Claire I don't know how you people like just listen to this thing like it's like just a podcast that you just listen to in your life like I listen to maybe like one a month and then I'm like all right I'm I'm good I'm good I'm good it's very dark and upsetting um and I listened to an episode today that was just fucking child murder a palooza. Like it was us. Like I listened because I listened to one yesterday, and it was like people that like were running from the law, and it was like people hiding out, and it was like, oh, okay, well, this is kind of fun and jaunty. I enjoy this. And that's today, and it's like fucking like kid, like children raped and murdered, like ah, awful. But <laughs> so they're going through this one story, and it's like a terrible murder. Like like we got meth going on. We got like uh like. L- child molestation like kid was murdered like the day before like 10th birthday like bad 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 horrible like the the child was like then like killed and they tried to burn the body to hide terrible terrible like worst story ever but then they play audio of it's a friend of the family that's making like a public statement and when you hear a story about a terrible child murder you shouldn't laugh (laughs) oh brad (laughs) But this woman is like, she's, and it's the statement is overall, it's nice and everything, and she's talking about how much the kid meant, and it's very nice. But then she just goes on to this, like, this little, like, this little bit, um, and if she was here, I know she would say, I want you to forgive my mother, and I was like, ooh, that's, that's weird. And she would also say, I want to tell you something, um, I, I, I left a note that I, I am moving a dress, and I'm like, what? What's happening? I'm moving address. My new address will soon be one gate to the city avenue, Godstown heaven. And the zip code will be 71717. Um, my, my new address is 7070 Heaven Boulevard. Um, Pearly Gates Heaven. Zip code. And you're making up a zip code. Stop making up a zip code in your weird little story. Like, first of all, the ghost of this 10-year-old child that was horrifically murdered didn't leave a message about, like, her a, a forwarding address. Like, I don't know what this bit you're doing is, but... It, this is not the time or the place to do a cutesy little bit about, oh, I, by the way, everyone, I just want you to know I left a forwarding address to 707 Heaven Boulevard zip, co- <laughs> zip code. Don't talk about fucking heaven zip codes. Like, stop making me laugh at a terrible murder. <laughs> I'm a citizen hero. I'm a citizen yeah. hero. Don't make me laugh at murder. That's got to be jarring in so many. I mean, because that's a coping mechanism to a point. But when it gets too cutesy, you got to yeah. wonder about the it person. Like, what are it you doing? Bad. Does this person write letters to this child? Because they have the post office has that. I mean, isn't there a whole movie about people writing letters to deities? That's weird. But I'm like, this is the worst murder I've ever heard. Like the most horrible story ever. And how do they how do they punctuate that? <sighs> How do they end that? I want everyone to know that if she was alive today, please forgive my mother and send all your postcards. I love postcards in heaven. Oh, boy. Zip code. When I got to the zip code, I was like, I got to pause this for a second because this is... I don't want to laugh at this. 
everyone knows that the United States Postal Service built built the whole system off of a model outlined in the Bible. Now it's a secret. You have, you have to take all the you have to take all the pages of the Bible, put them up beside each other, make sure that all the letters are like put into columns, and then you have to have uh, an intelligent algorithm kind of like suss out things. Like we'll we'll think we'll call it mail, and then boom, all the system is laid out before you. So heaven has the original oh, zip okay. code. All right, all right, all right. That's why it starts I at sh- one and not zero. Makes sense. Because that's that's a fact, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's a science fact. Again, I just want to say, yes, I laughed at something somebody said after a horrific child murder, but I also called the police um, on a hit and run when I could have just looked the other way because I got home safely, but I didn't because I'm a citizen hero. Everyone, please remember I'm a citizen hero. Next week, I'll still be a citizen hero, no matter what is said in episode 300. I'm... A- I'm kind of weird. I, I don't know what's going to happen in 300, man. I don't know what's going to happen. I will say that I thought of you again, and I don't mean to just keep naming podcasts, but again, one of our favorite podcasts is a yeah dude, just straight up. Mm-hmm. Love that podcast. And they also talked about how they'll get phone calls from people that will confess crazy things, and they're not sure if it's yes. real or not, but they jokingly said, and I don't know if it's true, I'm assuming it was a joke made in the moment that someone would call and say, yeah, I murdered someone. When you do episode 500, I'll call back and tell you where the body's buried. <laughs> <laughs> so the question for me, Brad, is like, well, what, what are you queuing up for episode 300? Listen, not, not, again, I just want to set the expectations so that way you remember I'm a citizen hero um, no matter what you think of me. I, I'm, no, did I murder anyone? No, I did not. Did people cry? There may be people cry at a drop of a hat. People people cry at the drop of a hat. Some more than others. We'll talk about it next week. Um, Brad made someone cry, a religious, like a little Jizo cry, because they said they saw God in everything, and Brad regulated, and their worldview was questioned, and they cried. That was a long time ago. But that's a hero moment. Defo. Um, Speaking of which, um, I would like to, to bring this up. Quite a few news outlets are um, reporting that Mark Zuckerberg is no longer an atheist. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. um, Well, this is from the Washington Post. Um, And another. Yeah, close enough. But basically, the founder of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, had been for a while on his Facebook page. His religion, his religious affiliation was atheist, which, like, all right, great. Welcome to the fold. It's good to have another. You know, it's nice. Um, but recently, um, he changed his Facebook status to celebrating Christmas, which a lot of Jesus were like, well, why is an atheist celebrating Christmas? And those Jesus are dumb, so fuck them. But then, um, someone called him on it and was like, um, hey, you're wishing people a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah, because he also said that on his status. I thought you weren't religious. I thought you were an atheist. And his, his new response is, no, I was raised Jewish, and then I went through a period where I questioned things, but now I believe religion is very important. Notice how he says religion and not a particular religion. That's gross. Yeah, it's <laughs> super gross, but I think he's probably cloaking out his atheism because a lot of Jesus are just fucking Jesus. A lot of religious people are just gross, and... We're living I would in say, like Pence's America, so... Yeah, but it's the same way as, like, if any politician said, oh, yeah, I'm religious. Now, some of them you would be like, oh, you're definitely religious because you're gross and stupid, but some of them, they'll say it with a wink. I would like to think that Mark Zuckerberg is a coward. <laughs> you're a coward, Mark Zuckerberg. Stand up for what you truly believe in. And yeah. maybe doing this as a wink. But fuck you, Mark. Come on. Come on. 
whatever. Like I got, I, I lose respect for you. Either way, I, either way, I lose respect. I lose. You're a fucking respect coward. has been lost. If there's you're, ever you're, a reason, I, if it wasn't for the Ramjack Facebook group, Facebook would be dead to me. <laughs> Fuck Facebook. True. Very true. And fuck wishy-washy Mark Zuckerberg. You can't yeah. even keep the facts straight on your website. Who knows if you're an atheist or not? I don't know. Hey. That being said, atheism still is on the rise. According to polls, in the states, we're getting more and more of them. Of course, it's 2017. Come on. You can't believe in gods now? What are you talking about, gods? It's Donald impossible. Trump is, Donald Trump's about to be the president of the United States. Are you going to tell me there's gods? No. Like trickster gods? Like Loki? No. What are you talking about? Um, Brad, have you heard that Donald Trump wants to at least not send everything through email or digital means? How he kind of wants to start using uh, a courier service for the White House? This, what? To, to hire. This is in Newsweek, so take it with a grain of salt. But apparently he said, or he's, he's toying with the idea of using a postal carrier or like a courier service to help kind of uh, thwart <laughs> uh, email hacking, which has to be the dumbest thing I've ever... I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Vlad, I, I want you to take this letter. <laughs> take yes, this over sir. to Mike Pence. I will be glad to take a letter to Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> don't open it. Don't open it. I can put the presidential seal on it. Don't open it. He goes over to, like, a little pot of boiling water, just holds it over, it pops open, and he just reads it. Right. Snaps a picture of it, then emails it to everyone. <laughs> Seals it, gives it. He's so you, dumb. You can't use a courier service? What the fuck is wrong no. with you? I'm sure they How use courier you... services, because there's still probably tons of, like, yeah. physical paper, and that doesn't mean emails are just obviously but, faster. Yeah. Just make your servers yeah, more secure, dummies. It's not hard. Can... Yeah, don't fall for phishing scams in 2017. How about that? For, yeah, don't fall for phishing scams. Make your password something that's awesome. Like, update all your security stuff. Like, go to, go the extra mile. Use LastPass. Like, I don't know, presidential LastPass. Like, anything. Brad, speaking of thieves, did you hear about the uh, six-year-old kid who used their parents' thumbprint and their phone to order $250 worth of Pokemon memorabilia on Amazon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm worried now. Like, the second I read this, I'm thinking, is Joey smart enough to do this? <laughs> I, I mean, it's not that hard. You just gonna get that, get that thumbprint and you're in. Like, two-factor authentication. <laughs> two-factor always. You gotta, you gotta proof your phone against kids now. Huh. And that's that's a scary world. I've never I've never been with I've never been down with like thumbprint instant buy or like the Amazon one click buy thing. No, mm -hmm. immediately deactivate. I I don't trust myself, let alone anyone who would have my device. But Brad, I say that because obviously this child is a thief. Obviously this child, I don't see why she's not in juvie and being tried. Um, but you said you have a list of local criminals that you were going to talk about. Yeah, um, listen, uh, sure, we've got our Uber criminals, um, which, by the way, I just got a tweet from Uber, um, hoping, hoping everyone's okay. Some of our criminals drive for Uber, yes, um, but there's a lot of other criminals in Orlando <laughs> that might, or might not, or might someday drive for Uber, um, and I just would like to share some of those, um, just because I just came across an article of some, some great people from Orlando, 
And then I saw um, another criminal. Uh, let's just uh, let me break this down. Um, <clears throat> a Florida man is facing battery and and, and and indecent exposure charges for allegedly yelling profanities at law enforcement and urinating on a state trooper's leg. Wow. Joseph Murphy, 20, was arrested early Sunday morning at Disney Springs, a shopping mall at the Walt Disney Resort. Troopers say they initially arrested Murphy for disorderly intoxication. After being placed in a cop car, Murphy reportedly began banging his head against the partition and tried to choke himself. According to affidavit uh, obtained by, uh, whatever, uh, Murphy also started yelling police brutality as he kept banging his head. Um, troopers say Murphy also began yelling obscenities, including, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> Once Murphy arrived at the Orange County Jail, troopers say he banged his head against a car window and began urinating on the floor. When one trooper, trooper turned around, Murphy allegedly urinated on his pants. So, Whoa. cool dude. Cool dude. <laughs> Coolest. Hey, fuck Trump. Ugh. Dude, right. you can't you can't just slam your head against things. That'll hurt you. Yeah, that was a report that just happened today. Um, now we just got a list of um, some great great criminals. Um, <clears throat> how about pork chop, Alex? Would you like to know about pork chop? What's pork chop up to? Uh, pork chop, aka Eric A. Cox, um, also known as pork chop, was arrested June second after an <laughs> argument with his boss at a construction site grew physical. The 32-year-old Sanford man, Sanford, by the way, that's uh, where uh, um, uh, uh, fucking George Zimmerman hangs out, um, dumped a, the 32-year-old Sanford man dumped a load of dirt over Perry A. Bird, 57, of Orlando, pinning him to the ground. According to an arrest report, Cox then <laughs> unloaded another pile of dirt onto Bird, covering almost half the body, then beat him unconscious with a six-foot aluminum level. What? Cox was charged with aggravated battery and released from jail after posting a $5,000 bond. His court hearing is set for January 24th, so, uh, we'll, we'll check in with old Porkchop. Tried to bury wow. his boss at a construction site. That's pretty nuts. Can you imagine being that boss and suddenly feeling the turn when someone pours, like, dirt on you? That's a nightmare. Like, that is. And then he starts beating you with a lead pipe. Like, fuck. Yeah, that's. That's gonna cause. Someone's got a concussion. Um, the very least. Here's another Orlando criminal question mark. I don't know if this is a criminal. A video surfaced December 22nd, appearing to show a man jumping from a high floor of a downtown Orlando skyscraper. In the footage, the man free falls a few seconds from 55 West Apartments before his parachute opens and he lands on Church Street. The person who posted the video said the jumper started on the 22nd floor of the 32-story complex but didn't name the jumper or the photographer. A week later, Orlando police said, it's not clear that there's a law that covers exactly what this person did. If he did not live in the building <laughs> and was not invited to, there may be trespassing. We would definitely ask anyone who sees this kind of suspicious activity to call police immediately. Because a guy fucking jumped out, jumped with a parachute, which is crazy. Yeah, base jumping. It's a common thing, but... I love that here it's like, well, we're not really sure how to press charge. This is unprecedented. Most people wouldn't do this. Um, but still, that's nuts. I am sending you this fucking link because I just watched the video and it's fucking bonkers. That's pretty pretty badass. Super dangerous. Super dangerous. Like, that's a fucking crazy thing to do. Um, Alex, uh, I got another criminal for you here. Um, <clears throat> What's up? Um, a naked man broke into a house and bit the resident and then died. 
An Ocala woman uh, woke about 4.30 a.m. on September 17th to a naked man breaking into her home. James Raines, 40, was under the influence of drugs or alcohol when he attacked the woman and two others inside while in the buff, according to a report. The victims defended themselves before pinning down the Ocala man, but not before he left a bite mark on the woman. According to a report, uh, Marion County, Sh- County Sheriff's Office deputies arrived and took Raines to an area hospital where he died. <laughs> Officials did not say what killed Reigns, but Sheriff's uh, Office spokesman Lieutenant Ryan Robbins said Friday the medical examiner ruled his death a homicide. No charges have been filed. (laughs) The type of homicide, such as accidental, justified, or criminal, is still under investigation and discussion with the state attorney's office. The victims were not named. An autopsy report was not available to the public because it is still an open investigation. Cool. Like, he, naked person, on drugs, breaks into a house, attacks some people, bites a woman, dies. Straight up just dies. That's, that's a crazy story. Um, and Alex, um, the last one I want to talk about. you think any of these are related? I, I don't know, I don't know. But this last one I want to talk about is, this is the reason I want to talk about this on a show, because. Sweet. This is, this, I mean, there's going to be no surprises to the, to the Ramjack audience here. Woman tries to steal more than $3,500 in Universal Studios souvenirs. <clears throat> <laughs> Crystal Marib, uh, 32, was wheeling around Universal Studios March 4th in a motorized <gasps> scooter. No way! When an employee in the Simpsons-themed area stopped her in the Quickie Mart gift shop, gift store, according to an air, air r- report. The Florida City woman was squirreling away cartoon tchotchkes without paying for them, and the officers found her with about $3,500 worth of memorabilia in a sack. Among the stolen stash was a green Bart Simpson t-shirt, $24 worth of Simpson family charms, with $24 in charm bracelets to match, a $50 Homer Simpson hoodie, a Bart Simpson pin, a Simpsons family pen set, and a Simpsons family lanyard, according to the report. Disappointingly, Chief Wiggum was not the arresting officer. What? <laughs> but that's not even close. That doesn't even come close to the $3,500 worth of memorabilia that she put. She had squirreled away, as they say. So, like, what else did she steal? Uh, I mean, probably, like, some pretzels, uh, um, maybe a Harry Potter wand. Who knows? Like, the shit's expensive uh, in a theme park. Uh. <laughs> There's something about having the word, like, being found guilty of petty theft. Just the word petty associated with you at all. Especially theft. It's just, it's just oh, like, ah, Fucking scooter, bitch. Like... Oh. Well, you're guilty of petty theft. Oh, no. <laughs> you're banned from riding scooters for the rest of your life. Oh, she is banned from uh, Universal Studios. As she oh, should of course. be, obviously. Which yeah. I love. Keep it, let's, let's get more of those scooter bitches out there. Let's get them out. They're probably all stealing. Filthy monsters. Ban them all. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably all stealing those filthy monsters. I mean, you're not... I mean... I mean, there's a story right here in front of us, Brad, documented by the yeah. department, the police department in Florida. Uh, they're 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 petty th- thieves, Can, like, at the very least. It's not bad enough that you're a fucking scooter bitch, but like you're stealing Simpson Simpsons tchotchkes from Universal Studios. 
Um, listen, listen. It's not worth it. Like, I mean, no, no. I've been in that gift shop like a billion times. There, it, I like to go to jail for that. Oh, greatest embarrassment of all time. Um, now that I'm on the Orlando Sentinel and I'm seeing some of the other stories that you pulled, mm -hmm. like I'm seeing the mugshot of Eric Cox. Pork chop. And a pork chop is scary. Pork chop is a scary motherfucker. I was at um, Home Depot over the weekend because Lowe's didn't have what I wanted, and I was doing work in my basement. One, I'm not sure where you can find... I'm not sure if there's another place that everyone who isn't, I would guess, by default, feels entitled in the suburbs other than a home improvement store <laughs> just on any given weekend. The numbers are going to be larger there for some reason. So those were there were some interesting things that happened on that, but whatever. But I saw a guy that looked... Very similar to Porkchop walking into Home Depot mm. with a return that looked super mad. Yikes. Terrifying. He was released from jail after posting Bond. Uh, Porkchop's on the run. Porkchop could be at in, in in the greater area. Yeah. I'm worried. Better watch out. Porkchop was coming for you. I mean, did he leave with a whole thing of gravel? I don't know. I hope I never find out. <laughs> Thanks for keeping us aware of the stuff happening in Florida with these hey, criminals, right? especially the scooter bitch scene, because Just... fuck that. So you remember Next Door, right? Oh, yes. Constant source so... of terror and joy. Oh, yeah. And racism. Well, we actually got a... Uh... What? I don't want to have to do more stuff. Skip. I don't care about all this other stuff. Skip. Skip. Stop. Okay, I do all this because, okay, now that I'm a member of Nextdoor, you will open Nextdoor and let's see the report. Oh. I don't know what the key for this means. Damn it. Fire alarm, a traffic stop violation, traffic stops. A squad was called for something, but it doesn't give me super details. Someone called the police on an animal? That's weird. Oh, that, that animal had been robbing, burgling homes for months. We accidentally left our garage door open overnight. Um, it was an accident. It happens. Um, it's happened to us before at other residences. Was there anything and, in your garage? Um, like all of our vehicles. Okay, all right, as long as the vehicles were in there. <laughs> Both vehicles, a lot of other stuff, our trash. Uh, we're keeping that outside now. Um, but the police came to, like... At like two or three in the morning, drove by, investigated it, and didn't wake us up or anything. Wrote a little thing and put it on our doorknob and said, "Hey, you left your garage door open. Just be more mindful. We didn't see anything that looked suspect, so we just kept on driving." And that made this local uh, crime report. <laughs> but they logged it as a preventative crime. They were like, "Oh, this is a courtesy measure." But ours was the only courtesy measure on the whole thing. I don't know how to read these other things. What do you? What do you? As want? far as like, I'm on next door. I'm. I, I have an. You have calls for service date for police in my neighborhood. 
Right. And they're all just like the most mundane, it seems, except for something that says fire, but they're not super specific. Something says fire, something says squad. I gotta wait, wait, Something's... wait. I got I got a million questions just about your next door. So wait, are like police and like fire like actually like posting on next door? Yeah. That's weird. Our police and fire departments are a part of next door and they just release the monthly reports. And just like, hey, this is what's been happening. Oh, see, ours is just, just so neighbors, you know, neighbors talking shit. Like, it's just... Ours may be slightly more legit. Ours is just like neighbor, neighbor... Well, people trying to sell shit and, like, people being bigots. I mean, that's that's what we know it is, by that's, and large. That's... Well, at least, uh, you know, the police inside to just, like, wander into your house like they did uh, Tammy and Dan's that one time. Yeah, that's super weird, man. Ugh. So yeah, not, not much popping off up here in the suburbs yet. Yet. Though I do wonder what those two animal things were. Brad, tell me tell me about what's going on with you late at night. This was uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, I, 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 I woke up. It was about 4 o'clock in the morning. Because I feel something on my ear. In your room? In my room. I like, I'm like, oh, that's something. I don't know. And I feel something on my ear again, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I wake up, knock this thing off my ear, um, like, I, I'm turn- I am, like, somehow, like, turning on the light, and thinking, like, like, leaping across the room, um, because a spider was on my ear, a fucking huge spider, I somehow leapt up, turned the light on, made, like, two giant s- steps, grabbed my trusty vacuum cleaner, and fucking ghost busted that fucking son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but you haven't slept since, is I, what you're telling just, us. Because I had this, I like had a moment. I, I had a flash to like all those stories of like um, things crawling into people's ears and like laying eggs or like burrowing in and not being able to get out. All the terror because our fucking spider was all up on my ear in the night. That's crazy. A sp- who has a spider on? What's a spider doing on an ear? Get in a corner. Get in a Dude. web. You don't belong on a person's ear. What are you doing? Was it just crawling across my face? How long? How long was a spider on my head? <laughs> you may never know. I mean, I've told the story on the podcast before, but when I was a kid, um, and I had the shat, I looked at the wall and saw the shadow of a spider crawling over my pillow. I was Ooh. like, nope, and evacuated like shimmied out from the bottom of my bed like underneath my covers at the foot and then looked from the foot and saw this giant spider like go underneath the pillow where my head had just been like that was nightmare fuel I like I don't I don't know how I cleared the room that fast because I swear it was like wake up feel something feel something again realize there's something knock it over have all the flashes of every story of a creature climbing in an ear up in one step light other step off the bed, other step, grabbing the vacuum. <laughs> Next step, pointed and taking the spider out. Oh, that's that's very admirable. You are a hero in many respects. Well, I, you know, I'm a champion of the people. I'm a hero. I'm a citizen hero, just doing the right thing, taking a spider out of the world, um, stopping a um a hit and run driver, uh, reporting reporting to the proper authorities, but still giving four stars because I don't want someone to lose their job. You know, for no reason. Um, listen, I'm just a good person. I'm a good person doing good things, always caring about others, um, never ruining lives. <laughs> yeah, never ruining a life. Just remember. 
Never ruining lives. I've never, I have never heard a tale from anyone that said Brad has ruined my life. That's, that's well. And I don't know if I ever will, right, friend? <sighs> I mean, who knows what someone might send to the podcast. <laughs> but I doubt, I doubt we'll be hearing from anyone that's life might or might not. Maybe, you know what? There's a, a, sometimes... Sometimes something seems like you're ruining somebody's life and you're really upset, but really you're just, I don't know, maybe you're just doing the right thing. I don't know, we'll, we'll talk about it next week, who cares, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of situations, mean, a lot of plots to not only books, but movies and various entertainments, um, or even art pieces, Brad. There's an underlying theme there where something is hurting someone, supposedly, but in the end, it's for the best. It makes you grow as a person. Exactly. And we all grow. I'm, we all grow. Well, by, I'm, an agent, I'm an agent of growth, and that's, yeah. that's admirable. Well, I mean, I, growth, that's uh, a new one. I'm just going to pat Not a stretch, but it's a back. new one because I... I think I'm doing a great job. Good I job, mean, I know champ. You, I know you aspire to be an agent of agitation, <laughs> so, but that's different. That's a different thing. That's a different thing, right? Well, well sometimes, who knows? Things, well, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Look, episode 300 is going to be on point, and I cannot wait to hear the rest of this story. I think I speak for everyone. I'm really building it up. It's not, it's not, no, 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 it's not good. Not that good. Whatever. If anyone has any information about what Brad may be talking about, please find any of all those responsible and have them call in. If you, if I, that would be amazing. <laughs> We're gonna do a straight up reunion app. Oh boy, awkward. Whoa. Um, if you get a reminder, if anyone has a scandal, I hope you've sent us your scandals. If you're listening to this, it's probably too late. Yeah, it's too late. If you're listening to this, it's too late. But send it. If anyway. you're listening to this, it's too, the call is coming from inside the house. It's too late. But send it anyway. That being said, always f- feel free to always send in f- feedback or call about anything. Like we just like hearing from you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We just like hearing from you. You know, you every once in a while, like, maybe call your family, let them know you're doing okay. It's you get caught up in your crazy life, mm-hmm. and they're across the the state, they're across the country, they're across the world. Ramjack is your family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us a call every once in a while. Just let us know what's going just, on. Hey, just check in. Hey, just check in. No pressure, but you know, hey, what's up? What's happening? What's going yeah. on in your life? Why don't you talk to us? Yeah. I mean, nothing. Nothing much is happening here. Brad's fighting spiders with a vacuum cleaner and saving the day as a hero. <laughs> I'm remodeling my basement. Hey, <laughs> maybe seeing. We all help in our own uh, way. <laughs> criminals that made bail but are now on the run, returning prod. Pro, uh, yeah, yeah home improvement products to Home Depot in the Ohio. Yeah. I'm also kind of suspect of a lot of uh, college funding mm. <laughs> schemes that are going on in the greater world. Seems pretty sketch. But what are you up to? What's what happening? What are you up to? What's you happening? movies? What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, can I, uh, can I just bring out one other monster I've encountered? Well, guys, it's been a time of monsters. Um, I'm encountering them in the night. I'm encountering them on the roads. Um, obviously, I encountered one on the bus yesterday, which prompted me to email Alex with a list of things we should talk about, mainly because I didn't want to forget about this bus monster. <laughs> and I needed to lower my blood pressure and not think about this bus monster. Sharing helps. I'm here for you. We're here for you. What's up? Alex, I'm sitting on a bus. As I am, I, again, it's a given. I shouldn't say that. I should just say it was a day, and you'll just assume that I'm on a bus because that's where I spend <laughs> all my time. A day like any other. <sighs> I'm either in an Uber or on a bus. Let's let's be real. Um, so, I'm on a bus. 
it's uh, it's not completely full. There's like probably, I don't know, spread out probably five or six seats left on the bus. So there's some seats. It's not full. It's getting there, yeah. you know. Probably will be eventually, but it's not yet. Plenty of seats to be had. So on a bus, you know, it's it's there's two levels, really. Um, you know, there's a lower level, and then the back you, it usually goes up a step. So, and then there's, there's like a, it's, you know, it's all the same, but there's a, it's a one step up. So there's a little bit, um, there's a little step area. This person just sits down on the floor on the step. What? Yeah. Just sits down in the, in the middle of the aisle, like on the floor on the step. Okay. Interesting move. Well, and it's like, all right, well, that's weird because there's seats. So I don't know what your game is, but. I, some people are weird on buses. They only want to sit by the window or they only want to sit on the side. I don't know. Like, figure your shit out. It's a bus. Just deal with it and get through your life. But just to sit on the floor? Oh, gross. I don't want to sit on the floor. And there's seats available. So I don't understand what your deal is. Yeah, that's a statement. That's a statement that you're trying to say, look, my style isn't seating in conventional chairs on a bus. I, I'm in the way. I get in the way by sitting in the middle of the aisle step. What's up? And you have to interact with me. And how? Because then somebody is trying to get by because this person's sitting in the fucking middle of the aisle on a fucking bus. And, like, they're like, excuse me. Excuse me. And then, like, she looks and she gives a look like, who the fuck are you? And it's like, what, why is this? Why are you giving an attitude? You don't, what, what is this attitude you're throwing off? Because you're sitting in the way. You're going out of your way to be in the way. And now you're going to look pissed off when someone has to get around you to get off the goddamn fucking bus? What's your deal? Seriously. What is your He's deal? He's the gatekeeper. Like, and it was like two or three more times she did this. And it's like, people are getting off the bus. There's even more seats available now. There's a plenty of seats on this bus. This person is just refusing to sit in them. What is your deal? You're sitting on the floor, first of all. Sitting on the floor is gross and inexcusable but you're sitting on the floor on a bus no no <laughs> why don't you just rub your face on the floor like on this bus seriously like gross been, things have been spilled all over people have walked all over with their gross bus shoes no 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 i don't know what your deal is but you're the worst fucking person <clears throat> and then eventually she just gets up and gets in the seat what? a seat that had been available the whole time Hey, bus monster, what's your deal? <laughs> because all you've been doing is giving people dirty looks when they try to get around you because you're going out of your way to be in the way. And then you just eventually just go sit in a seat that was available the whole time. Wow. Apropos of nothing. It wasn't like she's like, oh, I can't believe I keep having to get up. I guess I'll go sit in a seat like a person. No. Like the all of a sudden, like she just gets up as the bus is like driving down the road. And she's like, all right, I'm going to sit in this chair now. I'm like... Why didn't? You, why weren't you there the whole time? It was always there. Yeah, that's weird. That, I don't understand nothing that Nothing but fucking mysteries. My life is nothing but mysteries, Alex. <laughs> like, what does it all mean? And how am I supposed to survive it? I just, like, I, there's so many times I just want to go up and be like, what is your fucking problem? You cannot be in the way more. Are you fucking insane? Yeah, that's nuts. You can't just sit in the middle. Why, of why would That's, why would someone do that? What's, especially when there's so much free seating. There's other than it is for attention. I don't. I can't. I can't work it Maybe out. They need to squat or something for something for their back for a little bit, dude. I don't. I, it wasn't a squat. It is a mystery. It was just sitting on the floor. But I mean, at least their legs were tall. 
Well, okay, I guess it uh, depends. I'm assuming the step isn't really that that high, no. so it would at least put their legs higher up. So it's not necessarily a squat, but it's squat-ish. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't work it out. And like again, it like it, it didn't look like a like a crazy bus person. It looked like just a person. Like if it's somebody that's like, oh, they've got some issues. If we're splitting the spitting the blackness, I'm like, oh, okay. This person is a person sitting on the floor talking to themselves. Cool. This uh, seem, seemingly just a normal person that was angry that people wanted her to get out of the way. Why? What does it mean? <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. It would be like if you just got into an elevator and then like there was a, it was completely crowded and just like like stood with your arms up like uh, just in front of the door and just stayed there. What? <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, go around me. Oh, so annoying. Oh, there's only three people in this I mean, elevator. I thought it would be like if someone got in the elevator and just sat down in the elevator. It, it would, yes, but in front of the door. Like, why are you in front of the door? Just, I'm just going to step over excuse you. Excuse me, I'm just, uh, this is, uh, I've got a baby stroller. Could you please just, uh, I, uh, okay, I guess I'll pick it up. Uh, what's happening? Cry for help. No one answered the call. I just, uh, my life is a series of mysteries, and I, I don't have answers, and they trouble me. Yeah, I don't know about that one. There's, I mean, I don't know. No. I just don't. It's disgusting and annoying, and like, there's, I don't know what the benefit is. Other than for, for some reason, they, again, like I said, like maybe they're trying to do something with their back or their legs that they couldn't do in a, a chair, but that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'm trying, I'm grasping at straws, You're, Brad. Yeah, there's, that's Why the thing. Why would this person sit in the middle of the this, row? I, it just vexed me for- It's not crowded. For like 10, 15 minutes, I'm just like watching this, like watching as every person tries to get by her. And sometimes she'll just do this kind of like lean, like, and they just have to like really awkwardly, cause you, it's a person in the way. <laughs> just get up and get out of the way. But you're trying to do this, you can squeeze by me. I can't squeeze by you. I've got like a bag and shit. And like you're just st sitting there. It's not a seat. I... Nope. Not at all. I just imagine her getting on an airplane and people are people are trying to get down the aisle and she's just sitting in the floor and people are trying to put up their luggage and she's just there. It's like, you're in a chair. Grocery stores. In front of the kiosk at a gas station. Oh, everywhere. Just in the way. Her During a parade, just in the middle of the street. I. <laughs> that's her thing. That's what they do. Her Twitter handle is just like, at in the way. <laughs> posted up, posted down. Just in the way. Who does that? Monsters. It's in, the more I think about it, the stranger it gets. Because there's just, there's no explanation. The floor of a bus is the worst floor you could ever sit on. Well, I mean, it's one of them for sure. I, you're going to be hard-pressed to find one worse. Yeah. I don't... I mean, the odds of you finding them again are slim because you've never seen Guatemalan Grandma again. Well, she's, she's on... Well, I don't, I'm not, I don't go to work at the same time anymore, so... She's, well, true, but you no. think just because... I mean, just... I don't know. I, you think that there would be some ser serendipitous moment where, for some, ha you would see her again for some. I don't know, but you might see the squat person again for sure. Yeah, yeah. And when you do, Brad, oh, ask I'm, gonna, a I'm gonna find out what's your fucking deal. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse, excuse me. me, asshole. 
What's your fucking deal? What if they don't talk? What if they're just silent? Then I'll just, I'll, I'll just wait. One way or I'll another, just fucking wait. I'll, she's just gonna sit there. I'll just <laughs> You're gonna wait till they get stand. off the bus and then follow them. I'll, she'll just sit and I'll just stand, just staring her in the eye. I'll wait. Because you're day. not going to sit in front of I her. I got all day. I'll just stand here in the middle of this aisle and wait for you to explain what the fuck your deal is. You should sit in the seat and then put your legs on the seat in the opposite row from you to rest your legs. And at that point, you're so close to them, they're like, I, I, ah, Sir, can you please move? Ah, so you do speak. No, not until you give me answers. Can I move? Can you move? Huh? Huh? Who's going to move first? What if they look up to you and say, don't apologize, and then wink? Then I'll throw a chocolate at her face and leave. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. It me, because it's, it's so... I, I, there's, no, there's, just, there's no way to explain it. There's no way to explain it. There's no way I'm ever going to feel justified. Like, I'm never going to feel... I'm, I'll never know. I'll never know the answer to this question, ever. I can't know. It'll never happen. Because then she just got up and sat on a seat like a normal human. What does it mean? If anyone knows what it means, let us know. Don't think about it too long. It'll drive you crazy. <laughs> so, Brad, what what are your thoughts on Star Wars Rogue One? I enjoyed it. It was a fun ride. For, Brad, can you, hold, can you hold just a second? Guys, I'm not going to apologize that we just launched into a Star Wars Rogue One oh, review boy. and or just commentary out of nowhere. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Because Dove told me not to. And only for this only for this episode, only for the week. But yes, so Brad, you said it was a fun ride. Uber refunded my ride. <laughs> Yay! Free Uber <laughs> ride. Sorry. Um <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it was a fun ride. Much like my free ride that involved an act. No, I think it was much better because I wasn't in a car accident going to see Star Wars. <laughs> I would agree. It it was a fun ride. Um, I um I I watched uh, um the original Star Wars. Uh, um, I watched the uh, despecialized edition um a couple of nights before. Nice. So I was I was really prepped. And one thing I noticed while I was watching, I was like, man, uh, you really forget like this movie's so seventies. Like, look at all these like fucking computer t- machines and these buttons and this hair. Um, and then I go see uh, Rogue One, and I'm like, huh. Look at all these computer machines and this hair. This year is the 70s. <laughs> Definitely have the 70s vibe when they're landing on the planet and there's all those roughneck kind of like misfits. It's like, uh, we're, we're part of the rebels, but we're the riffraff that have seen a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all of us have 70s mustaches. Oh, yeah. And maybe even 70s outfits. Just 70s looks it's to us. so great seeing all those crazy 70s looks. <laughs> even like just straight up hey, we're about to land on a jungle planet. Just like people are going to war in Korea or Vietnam, it's just like, oh, we're really just leaning into this kind of aesthetic, are we? Because all the costumes look like it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 70 Chic was uh, was on point. Nice fashions, Star Wars Rogue One. Um, did you see, what trailers did you see going into the movie? Um, I saw... I, I know I saw um, Fast and the Furious 5000, um, whatever the hell it is. Yes. Um, which, I, because I've just seen the first one, um, I didn't realize it was Fast and the Furious for a while. 
Like, I, well, I was, well, I don't know, I didn't realize until they said it was Fast and the Furious, because I was like, wow, this, oh, look, there's a bunch of these people, I know these guys are in Fast and the Furious movies. That's crazy. What's this movie, I wonder? Oh, it's a Fast and the Furious movie? Because, just going off of having only seen the first one, I'm like, I had no idea. These don't seem like connected worlds <laughs> at all. Um, where's the barn in California? Hmm. Alright. Cool, I guess. And by barn, you mean, well, did they have a barn, or just that lame house? No, they, like, fucking, uh, like, there's a house, like, there's a, there's a barn, like, the guy, like, his garage is a barn in the first movie, like, in California, I'm like, why is this old-timey barn here in California? It's very strange. They go back to that house and that barn quite a few times in the Fashion Furious. Nice. I mean, it is, there's an escalation of, hey, we're... <laughs> From petty theft, boosting cars, to street racing, to like, I guess, stealing stuff from semis, which is the whole plot of the first one, to what we saw in The Fate of the Furious, Fast and the Furious 8. Oh, man, geez. I don't know how the whole thing about family got injected into the movies at all. <laughs> and I've seen quite a few of the Fast and Furious movies, and I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure they were about cars, right? Cars and like... Crazy capers. Listen, Alex. I guess. Uh, you know, sometimes where did family come in? When you start Tokyo, it's about family. When you start Tokyo when? drifting, um, um, which I still don't. I don't know what that means, but I like to imagine it's a various different things, um, also involving time travel. Um, that's definitely a Tokyo drift. Because <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they did some time traveling you, in that first movie. Can you? I mean, you know that's going to happen. And Fast and the Furious Ten. Oh, yeah. They're going to time travel, and everyone will be Digibridge at that time. Everyone's like, going to be Digibridge. A Paul Walker, um, Digiwalk. Vin Diesel's going to be super teenser like he is in the first movie, because he's just like a little dude. It's very <laughs> weird. Um, and also, Martin Short is going to be Jack Frost. So, it's going to be a pretty crazy movie. If they make a Fast and the Furious movie with time travel as one of the elements, that is going to be... That's gonna be all. I, that's just great. That has to happen. That has to happen. Yeah. Hollywood, listen. I want, because I know, and I think I mentioned this on the last podcast. The whole, the family thing's bullshit. Family was never part of what it was like to be Fast and Furious, I guess. But the whole thing where um, The Rock or Dwayne Johnson and then Jason Statham's character, which apparently was introduced in a few back, I think he actually is in the end of Tokyo Drift. There's the whole thing where they're supposed to... They hate each other, but they have to work together to find guys, Vin Diesel. Guys, if you were worried about Star Wars... If you weren't worried about Star Wars spoilers, but you were worried <laughs> about Fast and the Furious spoilers, oh, we, we gotcha. Um. But what I want to happen is I want a future rock to come back to a past rock, and they're both angry at each other, but they have to work together. <laughs> I want that kind of twist on the time travel. Oh, like, like, oh, like no, it. it's me from the past... That way, you are your own rookie on the force and the seasoned veteran. Nice. I think that could work. I um, I want young Vin Diesel and, and current Vin Diesel because I'm telling you, he's not that big in the first movie. Like, no, dude, he is a teenser. He's, he's a teenser dude. Guy. Like, like you look at me like he's just because like it's he's supposed to be this big tough guy, but but like I know what he looks like now, and I'm like well, that's just a little guy. I could probably <laughs> kick his ass. Like. <laughs> You could definitely kick Vin Diesel's ass in the first Fast and Furious. Definitely. I mean, like, who couldn't? Like, But when the fourth one comes around, man, dude giant. is ripped. Dude becomes big. Dude is like, had all the chemicals in him. Like, what's happening? He did a Riddick movie, and now he's back. 
Yes. I, let's time travel those guys together. <laughs> like, let's get that rookie force. Him and... <laughs> I don't want to say it. I almost said something from that movie, but I don't want to say it. Don't say it. Um, um, did you see the trailer for, is it Dunkirk? I'm not sure how to pronounce the place. Dunkirk? The World War. Yeah. Yeah. The Christopher Nolan film. No, I did not. Um, I, I made some notes while I was watching the movie, not during it, but directly after. At no point during Rogue One or any other time during this movie viewing experience for me was the entire audience on edge more so than the trailer for this film. Hmm. They kind of have like a... Uh, they're playing like a TikTok sound in the background and it starts out slow, but then it gets a lot faster, like you're ticking down to something. And there's a lot of, it's obviously war, and they also have like a low pitch, um, like alarm sound that slowly gets louder throughout this whole thing. But everything else is very calm. And you see people like doing tasks. There's these guys that are trying to get this guy to a boat who's hurt, just like the sick, to get out of this place. And it's, it's a panic attack. Like everyone in the whole theater basically was paying attention to this trailer and was terrified of what was going to happen when everything culminated at the end. Hmm. I don't know if they give awards for trailers. Maybe they should because this was crazy. It, it I mean, you could almost consider it like a small, uh, I almost want to say, I don't want to, I don't, it's not quite Magic Mike 2, <laughs> but it, it gets there because it, everyone's attention was at the screen. Kids were like looking at their parents scared. Like, people were terrified of this trailer. And also, I accidentally saw the theater. I, I saw Rogue One in IMAX on accident. I went to go see just in 3D because I thought, eh, this is kind of a movie. Maybe I want to see it in 3D. But I got the times wrong, and I only had one window to go. So I actually ended up having to see it in 3D IMAX, which was great. And I certainly recommend doing that because it was pretty great. I um I had a I had an issue as well. Like, my app said that there was a 3D showing and a regular showing at the same time. And I get there, and... Um, there wasn't. There was just the regular showing, and then the 3D one was later, so... I saw the regular showing, but I also... I Well, okay. Let me just say that I saw it on a Wednesday. I tried to go the Monday after Christmas, and it was sold out. Which I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Is... That's bonkers. Um, but I went... It's pretty bonkers. So, Wednesday I go. I thought I was going to have a choice of two options. Only had the one, and the only seat available was in the front row. Whoa! Which, at first, I was like, I don't know. But at the same time, I was like, ah... Who cares? I, you know, I, I don't mind sitting close. I don't really want the front row because that's weird usually, but I don't mind sitting, you know, near the front. Um, but what I didn't know is what our um, fucking theater has done is they've made the front two rows, um, they've spaced them out a little bit and they're like fully reclining seats now. Oh. So I'm like just kind of laying back and I'm like, it's still, I would prefer to be back a couple of seats because it's like right there, but like, once, I, oh, yeah. once I'm fully laid back, I'm like, okay, this is completely doable. I can I can handle this. I think the closest I've ever set to a theater screen was when we went to go see Freddy vs. Jason, I think. We sat really close when we saw that, didn't we? I, I'm not especially close, no. I'm not an up-close guy. Don't, don't like it. Most people don't. I mean, obviously you just said that. But I guess if you laid down in your seat that also turned into, like, a reclining pod to, like, look up at the screen, yeah. it'd be a better experience. Yeah, it was kind of nice. All right, okay. Um, what, 
What were your thoughts on this Star Wars movie being more of like a war drama and not the happy-go-lucky space opera that all other Star Wars movies are? I really fucking liked it. Like, I'm going... Uh, once I left, I was like, this might be my favorite Star Wars. It's definitely up There's, there. The thing about the old Star Wars movies is that they are starting to show their age. And, I mean, they're not great movies to begin with. They're just fun. They're just fun. Yeah. Like, they're just like, all right, let's go get lost in a, in a space fantasy for a little bit. Nothing wrong about that. It's... But this Star Wars movie, I, I mean, I liked it, too, because it was, I would say, maybe, I don't want to say more adult, but the themes were a little bit more mature. And it followed, I mean, the pacing was better than some other Star Wars movies. Like, you can't really watch... Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi by themselves because the story doesn't necessarily make sense out of scope from the first one. And especially in the prequels. Like, you don't know what the hell's going on, especially in the third one. My first thought on leaving these movies they was... They buttress each other. My first thought leaving the movie was, I'm so glad George Lucas isn't making Star Wars movies anymore. Oh, definitely. Because, like, definitely. I mean, come on. Like, I just... Those are so terrible. Um, but, I, you know what I liked? I, I really liked... The, the fucking, uh, the fucking rebels were like the worst, like, I, like, and not to make too much of a political analogy, but I'm going to, um, all right, because it just, Here he goes. it felt like I was like, oh, it's cool. Like the, the rebels are like the fucking Democrats. Like, oh, we, well, we've got the, we, we could go to the, we could go get the Death Star plans and thwart this all. No, let's not. Let's not do anything. <laughs> let's just keep everything as it is. We're, we'll just, we'll just wait. We'll fight our battle later. Uh, let's not do it now. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> and then some people are like, no, we're just gonna fucking do this. And that's how it got done. Nothing to do with those assholes. Yeah, we're rebels against the rebels. But yeah, you're right. We all know we should do something, but uh, let's not. <laughs> I've read a lot of, like, commentary about how different people associate themselves with the rebels. I'm not sure how... how someone who is like a conservative could see the rebels and be like, yeah, I'm a rebel against, I guess, liberals. Oh, because Alex, be the, the empire, the big government, that's the crazy. big government using all the taxpayer dollars, sucking it up into a giant empire that wants to control everything. Alex, you don't, you don't see how the Democrats are the empire just taking advantage of the people wasting our money. So for their elaborate things, their giant, uh, uh, machines of war and what I mean they're giant machines <laughs> when is a liberal uh, ever tried uh, to make a machine of war Barack Obama Hillary Clinton um, what are you talking about the last uh, um, eight years <laughs> um, I mean but that's not what I would say liberal okay <laughs> Democrats I would say are different than I guess necessarily yeah. liberal minded no. individuals they're, they're giant welfare machines to, like, lend themselves <laughs> well there's a difference between that and a giant weapon thing also, oh, you're, first off, you're saying um, those welfare queens aren't weapons? Um, shoot, <laughs> shooting out children <laughs> to destroy the population? I mean, the white population. Brad, I, I get it. I, I get it now for sure because I, I didn't even draw the correlation of big government. But it's a little different because yeah, everyone in the empire is white. Yeah, it's the <laughs> everyone most in the empire is a white dude. Yeah. With a, that with alone a crazy mustache. doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't have crazy mustache. They're they're all just white dudes. Yeah. It's like that's yeah, yeah. 
I'm sorry, but that is the face of conservative, yeah. uh, not only America, but the conservative world. Just white people. You know, the stormtroopers storm were originally supposed to wear fedoras and be excellent dressers. <laughs> That's something else, like, after this movie, when you see, like, kids dressing up as stormtroopers for fun, I mean, you get because it's fun, but this is, this Star Wars movie, again, darker tone, a war movie, very, I don't want to say a downer so much, because there's a lot of death in this. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot, okay, there's a lot of oddly sobering, I guess, modern parallels in some of the things in this movie. Uh, weapons of mass destruction and stuff like that mm-hmm. on, a, on a much bigger level that I guess well I guess not that much bigger than I guess we're capable of with weapons now ish but um, it's a little different like if you see a kid like hugging a stormtrooper I'm like oh, that that dude like killed people like that's that's supposed to be like a faceless soldier like it, the metaphor is getting so mixed and weird that it's like it's uncomfortable to me kind of now um what did you think about Darth Vader? I, this it was great. Um, enjoyed Darth Vader. This is the. This might be the first time I've ever th- saw Darth Vader and was genuinely terrified. He, yeah, it's, like it's <laughs> creepy. You didn't expect. I, you know, you expected him to like light his lightsaber up. I guess like okay, Darth Vader's here, and you didn't, and like maybe deflect things and maybe kill people. You didn't expect him to like choke people out throw them up on the ceiling and then gut them. Yeah. It's like, holy shit, what the fuck? Yeah. And, like, there was a minute there where I was like, this, I, I thought these movies were going to completely overlap with the first movie. Like, it leaves it so we've got, like, a couple of hours, I guess, maybe tops. Um, but, like, I like I really thought they were just going to completely overlap there for a second. Um, because, you know, when all those guys are trying to get out of the fucking Darth Vader room, I thought we were going to cut straight into, like, that scene of... Uh, Darth Vader like coming in in the first movie and I was like wow oh yeah this is this is really happening it's kind of bonkers um can we talk about um the late Peter Cushing's appearance in this film <laughs> <laughs> how a guy from a guy who died in 1994 is like a major character in this movie it's pretty awesome <laughs> it's it's pretty fucking crazy like I like I thought it was done really well not as well as obviously as uh, Princess Leia Princess Leia was like that was scary because also when I saw the movie she had died the day before so <laughs> all kinds of things are, are like mixed in your head like wait a minute whoa wait she oh well, how did it's a wait uh, what is this what is this <laughs> she's a witch she's a witch a witch that was really good yeah. I mean if you look at it and if you look at the credits there are actors that played them and they just yeah. mapped their faces to it but the, so there was a woman there that said hope or whatever yeah, and that wasn't Leia. But like the the Peter Cushing was like okay. it was a little weird at times. Like it wasn't. But there were times that it was so spot on that it was like we're yeah. so close. Like in a couple of years, you're not oh, gonna yeah. be able to tell the difference. We're, yeah, we're the CG is gonna there. be so great that we really can resurrect yeah. people from the dead, and that's cool. I'm fine with it. I think it's totally. I fine. recommend it. I don't understand why there's any. Yeah, <laughs> recommend it. We've mentioned that on the show before. Yeah. Why not? Just do it. Let's just Who do cares? it. Let's just do it. But yeah, it was. I know I enjoyed it much. It was great. It was great. I liked it. I liked. I liked all those '70s buttons, though. I really loved like all this, like seeing all the computers. The '70s buttons. It looks. It looks like like stupid some '70s Star Wars. Like all the computer panels, and everything are like big, chunky buttons, and I'm like, that's so crazy. I mean, it's. I guess it's the easiest thing in the world to do, but like, 
you know, like, George... Just think about those fucking prequels, and George Lucas is, like, CGI and cartoons all over the place. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I guess that's supposed to be, like, the height of a technological era, but it really doesn't... It only takes place 30 years afterwards, yeah. and not every place in the galaxy is gonna have, like, massive cultural failure. Why did everybody get rid of Who their... didn't even have that on the planet Earth when, like... Rome fell. Like, they were still huge bastions of culture and technology. How in, like, fucking 25 years did we go from, like, elegant touchscreen LCD panels to, like, fucking chunky 70s buttons? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is really nice with the touchscreen and everything, but you know what I'd rather have? Just a big old dial. <laughs> you know who has those touch... Yeah, I mean, but everyone has them. The Empire has it. Is it supposed? Well, because the, when they try to find the Death Star plans, they're on like a cassette tape in some sort of weird, like, inefficient. We're going to put this in a weird bookshelf. You have to be able to use a joystick to get a claw <laughs> up to grab it. Like, how do they even build it? Like, did the, anyone have the plans <laughs> to build it? Like, where do they keep those? Like, like what, what, what was going on? Did, like... When they transitioned from touchscreen to, like, I don't know, to, like, cassette tapes, like, what was, I mean, what was that process like? Was it like, oh, fuck, uh, you know, it turns out uh, uh, Jedis really were only good for fighting with lightsabers and building great touchscreens. <laughs> That's where all the Jedis were in factories building this advanced tech. Because you, you only see like so many Jedis fighting. It's but we got all these fucking like little Padawan learners. Like most of them just end up like working in the fucking touchscreen factory. <laughs> and that that the technological divide on that does not make any sense whatsoever. Are, you have lightsabers and holograms, but you're still running like old school like. How many polygons are they pushing on those Death Star plans? I mean, seriously. <laughs> like, it's not even a plan. It's like, well, what the hell is this? It's like 36 little dots? Like, this isn't a plan. All right, all right. Here's what, what, here's, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're, okay. First first, uh, first job of the Empire here. Uh, okay, we're breaking up the Senate. Let's let's not worry about that anymore. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, Makes sense. We're going to kill off those uh, those Asian fish people because <laughs> those guys are the worst. Um uh, get, uh. get rid of all the uh, Jar Jar Binks people. Get rid of those guys. Also, we're gonna replace all the touch screens with chunky buttons and <laughs> dials. Um, also, all of our R two units, uh, we're gonna take out their flying uh, parts so they just can like roll around. <laughs> so, uh, all right, sound good, everybody? Let's get to work. Love it. Sounds like a great initiative. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> Something. Uh... Uh, something else that's a little weird about the tone shift, which again I enjoyed, but the fact that um, so we go from the end of this movie, there's only like a few hours, maybe at most, maybe a day between the stuff happening here and like the f New Hope, like the beginning of that movie. So we go from this very sobering tale of these people desperately trying to get these plans to a super weapon that can destroy planets, mm -hmm. giving their lives in the process, like t hundreds of people, thousands of people killed, um, to get these plans. Uh, and then we immediately go into a movie where there's a, a young white man who goes on a fun quest <laughs> to discover <laughs> the power within himself to save the universe. <laughs> <laughs> like... 
how? How? Alex, it was only through the sacrifice of a lot of minorities and women <laughs> that a white dude could finally do what needed to be done. Yeah, a white dude can discover the power within him to save the universe. It's it's a little bit... I mean, I get it because Star Wars is a product of its time. Um, but still, it's just like... Uh, I, I just... I don't know, guys. That's a little much. Um, also, a little late Brad, a little late for Alderaan. Um, maybe if uh, some people had fucking <laughs> stepped it up, uh, Jimmy Smits wouldn't be dead now. I know! He's dead! He shows up in this movie, kind of bridges, I guess, the prequels or whatever. I mean, whatever. And then he's like, well, we're off to Alderaan. You're like, dude! By the way, I'll be sending someone that I, I'll be sending my daughter who I really trust and care about. Uh, you'll see her later. <laughs> wink, wink. Goodbye, yeah. movie. I'm going to die now. <laughs> P.S. If they're already there getting the Death Star plans, would it have been that much harder when the Death Star showed up to read the plans, find the vulnerability, and just go ahead and do the trench run? <laughs> they could have just went ahead and did it all. No, because um, at that point, R2-D2 is still like, rolling around the desert having a party. <laughs> Trying to find Ewan McGregor, and he's not there. It's Alan Guinness instead. It's very confusing for him. He had a lot of work done when he was on the... A lot of harsh times mm. in the cantina. On the, um, Brad, what did you think about the Force Monk and the Heavy Gunner? I don't know their names. I think they I think they were a beautiful couple. They they were obviously a couple, right? Yeah. Um, I'm a little... I, under, I understand why they wouldn't go all out and just say, oh, yeah, these two, these two guys are, you know, gay lovers. Um... Because Star Wars has always kind of been skewed more toward a conservative audience, just in general. Um, but I hate that they didn't go ahead and just go ahead and say it. Well, like, there's... but They imply and dance around it so much that it's like, guys... Well, they're gonna die anyway, so... I mean, we're gonna get the real story with um, fucking... Um, uh, Force Awakens guys. What's their names? Um, po oh, Poe and... Finn. Uh, Finn. Is it Finn? Yeah. You think you think they're gonna get together? Yeah, I mean, well, it, I mean, the internet, they had far more chemistry than the internet thinks yeah. they're gonna get together. So I feel if Tumblr says so, I mean, come on. But this was, I mean, it got, dude. I I don't know why, but it got to me emotionally when they had their their last moments together in the movie, mm -hmm. and part of it was because it was like this is a gay relationship. They can't for some reason they're choosing to not openly say is gay, but these people are and. <laughs> They're but isn't is, that I, it was I don't super know sad like, and moving. I, uh, I don't know like maybe it's I don't know I think if they don't say it maybe it's I don't know because then they're at least not they're not I mean, using it they're not using that yeah to be a thing it's just there and if you accept it fine if you don't well fuck you but whatever it's it's kind of there yeah like it doesn't it, it's understated which I think is maybe better I don't know all right, you're selling me on that, then. I, like, I was a little bit. It would be nice. The sadness was doubled for me in that moment because I was like, "This sucks." Well, the only question. The only gross people around here being, a, they would be offended by this. Yeah, but the, maybe this is kind of like, especially now, I guess, since Trump won the presidency and all those, that maybe something like this can help move toward people being more accepting. Well, as as long as they um as long as there wasn't like a, a plot with them having a romance and it was just cut because Disney thought it would make people uncomfortable. If that was the case, then okay, bad call. 
But if it's just like, yeah, we're just not making a big deal of it because it's not a big deal. They're just two people that are in a relationship and it doesn't matter. Um, Brad, do you think kids should see this film? If they want to. I, I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I know you're not. I mean, you saw The Terminator 2 at a very young age oh. in the movie theater. Um, I know there was a lot of people online that were particularly, like, upset that it was so violent and bleak and kind of grounding as a film that they were upset that they took their children's to their children to it mm. um which i'm like why don't you prepare yourself first off why are you taking small children to a movie rated pg-13 and what are you expecting <laughs> like what's wrong with yeah, you like know what your kid can watch like i uh, depends on the kid like figure your shit out well they say stuff like well i, I trust star wars to be family friendly yeah well all the other movies are rated like pg except for the third one of the prequels, which is PG-13, and that's, yeah, pretty graphic, and maybe small children shouldn't see it. So, of course, you shouldn't take your small kids to see this movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I like. I mean, prep them. I, I mean, prep yourself. If you don't want to get things spoiled, then go see the movie and, I mean, fuck you. That's just stupid. Yeah, figure your shit out. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, that's not my call. Like, it's not, it's, I, don't take your kids to a movie if your kids can't handle a movie. Like, it's that simple. That easy yeah I, overall i mean if if you're a star wars fan you'd i think you'd really enjoy it i mean again it it's almost laughable how it jumps from all these people giving their life all these minorities giving their lives so that this one white dude can save the universe but i guess you just kind of roll with that i are, are you after seeing this are you looking forward to the like the the future Star Wars movies that they're making? I, I mean, as long as George Lucas isn't making Star Wars movies, I think I'm okay with Star Wars movies. <laughs> as long as they're taking risks and, you know, giving it to people who are just like, yeah, let's tell a little, let's tell a little fun story. Or a sobering story. I mean, they've been pretty good. Like, I like you know what's crazy is like, um, there's there's Star Wars movies happening right now, and there's Star Trek movies happening right now. Um... One of them is doing really well, and the other is absolute mm -hmm. garbage town. <laughs> I haven't seen the new Star Trek movie. I, I haven't seen it either, but, you know, I saw the first two. So I'm good. I'm good forever. I mean, they were okay, but I mean, again, they're mm. just like, eh. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, there's a lot of questions. Questionable music choices. I, hey. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but. Unbearable. <laughs> Um, some of the other random things that happened while well, in my, in, I guess in the theater I went to go see, um, the movie in, there, um, was a display where one of the death troopers, um, the outfit was like on a, a mannequin or whatever out in front of the, uh, entrance to the theater and you could take, well, everyone stopped and took selfies with it, but it was, it was like six, it was like six, five and like huge. And people were taking pictures like, ooh, yay. And I thought, especially after the film, it's like, you just saw those Death Troopers like murder a whole bunch of people. I mean, I get it, but it's kind of weird. Um, so there was that. Also, my audience, completely uneven. They never, they didn't laugh at any of like, I guess the more comedic bits of the movie, which is understandable because it's kind of a more uh, somber tone in some cases. Um, but there's this one kid that was super into it, like super into everything. Anytime a character came on that he knew, he would clap, which, I mean, almost constitutes as a monster, I would think, in 
I mean, Brad, if you were in a movie and suddenly someone started clapping and Gross. cheering when no one else was. Gross. Um, but he also didn't have, like, I guess enough Star Wars knowledge, or maybe he just wasn't affected by some ma- major characters. Because, like, you'd see Darth Vader, he'd be like, Oh, God, I got Darth Vader! But then, like, he saw, like, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin and be like, cult, like, stone faced, like, almost confused, like, who is this? It's like, what's your Star Wars knowledge, kid? <laughs> How can you be super happy for one guy, but, like, not uh-huh. understand who other characters are? Uh, well, I, you know, I feel like Darth Vader's pretty easy to pick out, whereas Grand Moff Tarkin, like, I, like, I mean, you know, yeah, that's that old guy. If you'd asked me um, when I was a kid, um, oh yeah, uh, hey, you know this guy? Oh, you mean the old guy? <laughs> yeah, okay, I know that is. He's an old guy. Well, here's the th- here's the thing, Brad. This is this kid in my theater is easily on the wrong side of twenty five. Oh, okay. Like, there's no reason when you that said this kid, adult. I thought you meant like a kid, kid. I'm sorry. I normally use the word kid to refer to anyone younger than me, uh, and that's probably not a good idea. And I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend anyone. But this guy's maturity level Oof. seemed more on par with yeah, the child. Yeah, I was getting the image of, like, a 10-year-old. But, okay. That makes... Yeah. Well, how, that's weird. Um, how, Yeah. How can you be super into Star Wars and not recognize, like, main characters from it well, as an adult? Speaking of, regu- speaking of recognizing main characters from Star Wars, pop quiz, Alex. Name any of the new characters in the Star Wars. <laughs> We're in this movie. Name any of their character names. Well, there was Force Monk, and, and there was a Heavy Gunner. Yeah. I think there was a dude from One Direction in it, maybe? I don't... Any names? Do you remember any of their names? Uh, let's see. Ray, Finn, and Poe are in the new well, one. No, I'm not talking about that one. talking about this one we just saw. Jen? Is Jen one of them? Jen's the main girl, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, well, Admiral Akbar isn't in this, I don't think. His dad, I, so one of the calamari guys is, but he's not, okay. I know that there's Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader's main character. Any, any, of, any, of, that, any of that new crew? Uh, oh, the new crew, though. Anyone that died uh, on that planet, any? Oh, uh, no, I don't... Huh? I don't know if I can name... I don't know if I can... The, the robot has a K in its name. All right, all right. It's not, it's not K-9, but it's... Let's see, you got that, that little pilot guy that defected. Mm-hmm. You got, um... Oh, no. no, no most forgettable I, character name. I, I don't know if anyone said their character name more than once in the movie. Like, Which should give you at it's, least it's a, a hint huge... that oh, these people aren't going to stay Well, yeah, long. like I think we all knew going in. Like I was like, okay, maybe a couple of these people will make it out, and then we'll see them in crazy old age makeup like in like the next Star Wars or something. But, um... Yeah, it was just like this big ensemble cast. And I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. I'm looking at IMDb not, now, not and I still don't recognize half these names. Um, Cassian. Okay, that was the that was the other it was the other main guy. Yeah. Um, the robot was K2SO. Okay. Monk guy was apparently named Chirrut Imwe. Okay. Um, how about Baze Malbus, Orson Krennic? Um, Saw Guerrero. Okay, that was Forrest Whitaker for the five seconds he was in the movie. I remember that. Yeah, one. What do you think was What do you think was cut from this movie? A lot. You know what could have been cut? That weird tentacle monster. Yeah. No point. No. It's like let's make it more crazy with more aliens. Fuck off. <laughs> we don't need this weird tentacle thing. It doesn't even matter. 
Like, I guess he read his mind and realized that he wasn't, like, a spy, I guess. But they don't even really say that. Yeah. Because the dude is, like, paranoid beyond... It's just silly. It's... I don't want this. What about Bodie Rook? Do you remember Bodie Rook? Was Bodie that little tiny guy that was part of the, uh... The force that was in the city trying to get those weird crystals, the Kyber crystals, because those the, it's the weird aliens that weren't human that I thought were the. There was that little tiny guy that was like helping. Um, I don't, I know, I don't, I don't think so. Okay, then I don't know who this Bodie uh, is. Bo- oh, Bodie, Bodie was the pilot. Bodie was the pilot, right? Yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nobody knows any of these characters' names. <laughs> and Bodie's a cool name. Like Bodie is a name from uh, what is that movie from the eighties? It's got Keanu Reeves. It's got the Swayze. Swayze's character is named Bodie. Oh, uh, um... Point uh, Break. Yeah, Point Break. Yeah, so if anything, I mean, you're going to remember Bodie. Oh. Didn't remember. Couldn't he? I thought he was the little guy. Didn't, didn't <laughs> even know. Didn't even know. Why do they have the scene where the uh, where Jen saves that little kid? I guess it's to, like, help round her character out. That kid died, right? Because, like, everyone in that city died. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, who knows? Who knows? Why the hell did her mom run out to fight the stormtroopers when all they had to do was just hide in that bunker? What was up with that late? Like, what's wrong with you? <sighs> hide, hide in the hills and, like, pick people off with, like, a sniper pistol or something. Just silly. Why is there a tentacle monster, Brad? <laughs> That's a very all good I have to say though. All I have to say though, super fun ride, super fun ride. I enjoyed it much. I enjoyed it too. It's a good, good little way. It's just like okay, all right. Let's see what happens with the Han Solo movie. I, I think this might be my favorite Star Wars robot by far. Oh yeah, it's kind of the best. What you don't like? I think the best robot cameo is R two D two and three PO in this. Oh. Just saying, like, why are we here? Like that. That's literally what their yeah. line is. Why are we here? They never tell us anything. And scene. <laughs> and moving on. Well, let's go get your flying circuits turned off. <laughs> God damn, those fucking prequels are so stupid. <laughs> you mean R2-D2 has, like, rocket boots inside of himself? He's just gonna fly around? 3PO got his head, like, disconnected from his body and then got it attached to a fighting droid? Like, what the... What? You know what else what is, like... What are we watching? I, uh, you know what else I'm just realizing? Um, From watching the first one again, um, you know, in the in the first movie, C-3PO is beat the fuck up until the end of that movie. Yeah. Like, he is all kinds yeah. of dented up, and, like, he's a mess. So, I guess somewhere <laughs> between um, this... Al- I guess during this... Uh, <laughs> Whatever happens in these two hours, are I guess we don't we don't see C three PO and R two D two in the after that one little uh, scene. So I guess whatever happened between that little cameo Dude. and the first movie, uh, C three PO is getting the <laughs> shit beat out of him. <laughs> is this the plane we're supposed to get in? Get the fuck in the carrier. Just ah! someone that has like really weird deep seated <laughs> aggression toy. Toward androids, just like beat beat the hell out of three PO, yes. man. Because he's where's all, that movie? Where's that so scene? dirty and dented up? And then it's not like the it's until the end of the movie when you get that little uh, uh, award ceremony for the white guys. Um. <laughs> Thanks, white guys, you did it. Uh, we knew you could do it. Uh, just it just took you standing on the backs of minorities. <laughs> 
we didn't have faith in those minorities until they actually, you know, picked themselves up by their bootstraps and just kind of did it. And then we kind of half-heartedly helped them. And now but we'll you guys... stand on their backs and get put medals on these white guys. <laughs> Congratulations. Not on that Wookiee, though. But yeah, at the, but Not... in that scene, they, um, like, C-3PO gets all cleaned up and he's he's in, like, full, like, perfect working order and he's all oh, shiny yeah. and undented. But what happened in those couple of days or however long that is? Dude, what was Leia doing? Because that ship that they're in is on that, like, Katamari ship. Mm -hmm. Like, the ship in uh, the New Hope that's running away from Darth Vader's ship Mm -hmm. is on that ship. So during this, like, gigantic battle, is Leia just, like, chilling in that little ship? Because she looked completely calm, like nothing was going on when they gave her the plans. She's like, Hope. And that ship detaches from the other one. Yeah. Vader is like there furious, like, God damn it. Like she was moments from death. You see someone grab the plans from those, uh, like those just dead guys that are in the Darth Vader tube. They hand the plans off, they hand them off again, and then suddenly the lady is there with the plans. And you're like, uh, you are like 20 to 30 feet from death. <laughs> <laughs> and you are like totally chill. Listen, royalty. So many people Listen, just die. You just live on that luxurious bubble. Like, think nothing bad can happen to you because nope. you're fucking royalty. What was that sound? Oh, that big Death Star just like destroyed uh, like a hemisphere on that planet below. No big deal. Uh, huh. Mm. Oh, what are these? Plans? Cool. I love plans. Ah. Uh, Hope. Boy, this. Set a course. <laughs> And after that, I'm just going to go back to Alderaan and put my feet up. Oh. <laughs> I got to think. I need to talk to Dad about a few things. <laughs> you like, I, I guess maybe the bombardment of Vader's ship on that little ship, maybe v- 3PO and R2 just got thrown around in it. Like, they just got thrown against the... No, I think you're right. They, those, they, they were abused by a rebel who had just seen one too many. Uh, Imperial droids kill something like there was some aggression. Definitely, three PO is a victim. I want to see that movie. I want to see three PO like work through those issues. Maybe whenever um, C three PO got be- beaten up is when R two D 2s flying circuits got ripped up. Looks like again, three PO probably has daddy issues because his maker is <laughs> freaking Darth Vader. Oi. He probably saw his. They probably he's probably saw the Lannikin in a Vader suit and was like, "What the hell happened? What's going on? Did you know I was beat up? Why didn't you save me? You were thirty feet away. Why didn't you open that blast door with the Force? <laughs> didn't you? Didn't people used to like put their lightsabers in walls and like cut holes in them? What were you doing? <laughs> oh, manzies. Star Wars I, is dumb. Star. <laughs> <laughs> with that ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to Ramjack um, we're here we're knocking knock, knocking on the door of episode 300 Brad Hello. Brad huh? I will remember I will remember how much of an upstanding citizen you are just trying to do my part to make the world a better place because I care people here. I care about people and their lives and their futures and I just want people to be happy. That's that's what I'm about. It's the thing that you say about futures that <laughs> makes it a little bit more ominous, ominous for me. But I cannot wait to hear what's going on in episode 300. 
Guys, it's too late, but if you've already gotten stories in or just even tells, thanks. We appreciate it. Guys, there's ways you can get in contact with us. Just go to the Ramjack, uh, go, go to the Ramjack Facebook group or go to our website, ramjackpodcast.com. And from there, you can get to the wiki, and there's numbers and emails to use to get in contact with us in the future. And guys, um, we have a special message from the Rebel Alliance. Um, they say if you want to get a message to any of the heroes in uh, the film Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, there's a way to do that. Yeah, so you'll just need to send those messages to God at the Pearly Gates... 7077070 which we all know is there's zip code <laughs> Everybody say, I'm a winner, yeah.